All right, what's going on, everybody? Uh, been away for a little bit. That's due to me uh, doing something wrong on YouTube, I guess. Um, sharing my thoughts a little bit too much. So, little uh, probation period is done. We'll share my screen with you. We'll get on with the myths for 2021. Again, brought to you from examine.com. So, let's go on to myth number five. I think is where we left off. So, red meat is bad for you. False, right? Um, they claim that red meat causes cardiovascular disease. Uh, maybe too much uh, cholesterol due to the cholesterol content within red meat. But again, let's look at the sample studies that they even take. The, um, the participants typically having pre-exposed conditions to cardiovascular disease, diabetic, uh, low levels of activity. Maybe they don't eat a variety of fruits and vegetables on top of that or enough fiber. Maybe they have chronically... Uh, elevated blood pressure already that they're not doing anything about, or they have genetically higher uh, uh, cholesterol. Um, you know, we don't want to get rid of cholesterol uh, at, um, all the way uh, because cholesterol is a precursor hormone, right? So it can make other hormones in the body. It can help strength. It can help uh, with arterial health. It can help with uh, the the brain, right? It can help with a lot of different things. However. I would only avoid red meat maybe if it really does make you sick, like feel terrible. If you have the rare disease where you can't um, metabolize the amino acid profile within the red meat, or if it's against your religion, or you want to be a vegetarian or vegan for ethical reasons, right? Um, to each their own, okay? And uh, I would just, you know, say that I've done the whole like red meat diet, not whole carnivore. I think that's kind of extreme. I don't think you need to be extreme on anything, uh, but yeah, at least eating one you know, small serving of uh, red meat can definitely be a lifesaver for getting um, adequate amounts of nutrition because it is filled with your uh, um, essential fatty acids and essential amino acids. So at least trying to get like four ounces, maybe. Uh, throughout the the day and you can do like you know an ounce of organ meat from uh from cow and do like three ounces of beef you kind of uh, blend it together and I'm sorry you can make a uh a beef patty or you know ground beef whatever you want to do I'm sure there's recipes out there for you um so I'm pretty sure a lot of people are going to be talking about the lifestyle much about uh, healthy eating and healthy habits. I think that's going to be a higher priority in the fitness industry, at least it should be. And let's not be biased on this because uh, we are running into issues with this pandemic uh, ending now. And we're seeing some uh, mistakes maybe that the CDC passed over, which is you know, how obese or how unhealthy we are, the, the consumptions of our foods, processed foods and such, high palatability foods, yada, yada, yada. All right, so that's what we're talking about today. <clears throat> so that was myth number five. I'm gonna start combining some of these myths because there are so many, and I have a lot of other topics that I wanna talk about, a lot of other videos, and I just wanna get through some of these because these are general ideas of, uh, Consumers, right? <clears throat> so we want to bust through these. Salt is bad for you. Uh, I highly disagree with that. Well, whenever you combine high amounts of salt or high amounts of sodium 
uh, high amounts of sugar and high amounts of fat, aka fast food, highly palatable food, you know, chips and such. Yeah, that's going to be bad. And then you also have a um, low activity lifestyle or non-activity lifestyle. Yeah, that's a, a recipe for disaster. Okay, so that's like driving blind. Cool. Um, good luck with that. So sodium, uh, I particularly love sodium. I need it. I need it for energy levels to regulate the rest of my uh, electrolytes within the body. Because if you start lowering your sodium down to what doctors recommended back in the 1950s, the American Heart and Dietetics Association, American Heart Association, uh, they claimed that 2,500 milligrams of sodium a day was uh, perfect, right? Uh, no more, no less, <clears throat> unless you are on a uh, I retract that. Um, sodium could be bad, a high amounts of it. If you have a high GFR number, dialysis, kidney issues, or um, maybe aneurysms and such, okay? Um, high risk of those, right? There might be some genetic polymorphisms. Uh, however, uh, let's say for the average person, you're feeling lethargic. Well, cool, let's keep our, um, let's not go straight to caffeine. Uh, for that boost of energy or those gimmicks that you see um, online that would be like, hey, this is energy in a bottle, this is energy in a powder. Um, let's look at the ratio of our electrolytes. So if we decrease our sodium, then our other uh, electrolytes, uh, potassium, calcium, magnesium, they will be filtered through the body and kind of get disposed of, metabolized. And because it needs a certain ratio concentration of sodium within the body. So now we start depleting other like potassium and, and such. And then we may get cramps, may get lethargic, things like that. And people say, oh, we got to take potassium. No, well, you probably just need to increase your sodium, right? Um, sodium uh, will be lowered in the body if you continually drink just water without replenishing your sodium intake through uh, adding salt or just foods that are higher in sodium. So the more water you drink, the more uh, you're gonna urinate and the more sodium leaves the body, right? The more you sweat, the more you sweat, the more sodium leaves the body. The more you work out, your muscles need to contract, get a nice pump, which is why you see Himalayan pink salt or all these, um, oh, what is it? There's like some like sodium blends and hydration blends now um, that I know like Galaxon uses. Uh, I think um, Inspired, um, Nutrition or inspired, I'm not sure what they're called. Uh, this brand right over here. Oh, got my face in there. This brand, they use, um, I think it's like Aquium or something. Aquium, I don't know. Anyways, <clears throat> sodium helps, right? Um, <clears throat> the, the myth is that, you know, excessive salt causes hypertension, you know, high blood pressure, and kidney damage, um, and, cognitive decline. However, again, like I'm saying, it's not just sodium, it's all these other variables that you're putting into your body and all these other physical activities that you're not doing. So on to the next one, number seven, bread is bad for you. If you are allergic or you have celiac to gluten, uh, that's wheat gluten or any other type of gluten because rice technically is gluten as well. Uh, gluten is just a protein that can help bind things, right? So anyways, the manufacturing process and how it breaks down wheat uh, can cause some of these uh, 
man, I forgot the, the what, what they actually are. Uh, but anyways, it increases the risk of like people having an allergic reaction or, or a histamine or intolerance uh, to this. Um, yeah, I wish I can remember the name, but um, okay. Like, so my kid, he's allergic to wheat gluten and that will cause him to have a tummy ache and he won't want to eat. And so that's not good if a young kid won't eat, right? So we try to stay away from wheat gluten here in the house, but we still eat gluten from rice. <clears throat> bread is not bad. We still use gluten-free bread that has sugars in it still because it's made with like tapioca sugars, tapioca flour, um, so things like that, okay? It's, we do white bread or brown rice bread, right? Uh, it doesn't matter. You should never just avoid bread because the person that is telling you that they stopped eating bread, they started losing weight, their blood markers started getting better, they started getting sensitivity with their insulin. Well, yeah, it's because you eliminated some food from your diet and then now you're eating less calories. And maybe you're able to increase the uh, intake of vegetables and proteins and now you feel better, you're actually, your body's actually getting more nutrition rather than just some wonder bread. And again, what do you know what bread they're talking about? You know, you have Dave's killer bread, whatever it's called, and then you have Wonder Bread. Like, which one's going to pack a little bit better nutrition content, more fiber and such, right? It's going to be something that's sprouted bread, right? So it's going to be better. And who doesn't like sandwiches? Who doesn't like grilled cheese sandwiches? No, I don't know. There's some people that can't live without their eggs and toast. Mark Lobiner, right? Talks about it all the time. Uh, what I would just recommend is bread. If bread isn't for you, then find another carbohydrate source, but they're mainly telling you don't eat bread because it has carbs and carbs cause you to be fat, which is false. Bread is just another vessel for food and energy that you can switch that with anything that you like. Don't think that bread's bad. I mean, shoot, people are replacing bread with, or gluten-free, people are buying <laughs> gluten-free bread, thinking that it's better than whole wheat bread, which it's, if they're going, if they're like, if they're not even um, intolerant to wheat gluten, or if they are non-celiac, they just have this perception that, oh, if I eat gluten, I will gain weight. Well, their stomach might be a little inflamed, okay? But you're losing, but then they go and they replace it with the uh, gluten-free bread. I mean, it just has the same amount of carbohydrates in it. And actually it might be even faster uh, spiking blood glucose if taken by itself, which, I don't know the last time you just had a piece of bread without anything else. Uh, so technically, I'd rather go with the wheat bread if I was just eating toast by itself with nothing else. If I wanted to maintain a more level uh, blood sugar level right within the body. Okay, that's just my opinion. That's the way that my body works. I've gone off bread and gluten, and I've went back on it. And guess what? I don't do well with bread too much, so I don't really eat it. Um, but yeah, you don't, it doesn't matter. Myth number eight, high fructose corn syrup is far worse than sugar. I don't know about that, man. I mean, this is debatable, but the problem is, is that whenever one thing has high fructose corn syrup, you're typically also combining it with something else like canola oils or seed oils or some other type of pro-inflammatory issue and it might be also in highly palatable food. And also you might be over consuming food in general and you might have a lower activity level. Now, all those things come into play. And so now 
because something had high fructose corn syrup is deemed bad because of all these other um, all these other variables that were involved in this product that had high fructose corn syrup. They don't even account for them because studies like we like to do, we like to um, isolate one thing and then look at what it's caused, like, you know, the correlation is causation or causation is correlation, right? <clears throat> so again, they're not taking into account all the variables. They're just isolating one thing and then saying, oh, hey, this person got fat because of high fructose corn syrup and not everything else. So <clears throat> um, I think we'll end it right there. But anyways, these are the few myths, eight, seven, six, and five. Okay, so those are the myths that we just hit today. And again, you see how everything's kind of in balance. You can have these things in balance and having a physical um, uh, activities throughout the day. That's what's gonna help manage the weight. That's what's gonna help manage the, um, the mental, um, uh, mental energy. Okay, reduce mental fatigue help improve overall parameters of health. We're gonna leave it there today. Kids just popped in. So I'm trying to get my screen back up. Stopping sharing. All right, guys, like, comment, subscribe down below, right down here, and link for anything else that is involved with me, with Chemex, with my consulting, with IG, on fit.dad.lifestyle, anything else in the description through the link tree. And I'll talk to you guys later. Bye.